streaming 24-7. We are Perbeck Coast. We certainly are, and we are dynamic. Dave, bring that microphone closer to your lovely lips. Hello, Dave. Morning, Lex. How are you Thanks very much for having me. Point it out, you dear. Is that good enough? It's get it get really on there. You've got to be a real DJ. We've cleaned the... Is it right in like that's that? It, that's is it. That's it. You get the radio voice. Fantastic. But you've had an amazing morning so far. What have you done so... It's been great. I've been for a, uh, a 2K sea swim, which is lovely. Um, we got in the water at 6.45, and then I cycled over. So we've got the chain ferry across from Sandbanks, and then cycled down here. But when the weather's like this, got to enjoy it, because the summer was not so great, was it? But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Dave, are you happy to give your full name on the radio? I certainly am. My name is Dave Ashley. I recently moved to the lovely South Coast from overseas, so I spent 11 years overseas. I was in Canada, Saudi Arabia, I was in Qatar, and then we could literally choose anywhere to live in the UK, so we chose to live uh, down here. So, yeah, lovely well, That place. sounds pretty lovely exciting, doesn't it? But it's not the most exciting thing, because last week you were on the beach listening to... I was listening to Purbeck Coast. With Lex McGee. And within one week, you're sitting in the studio to tell your story. It is a great place to be. Thanks for having me. I'm much appreciated. So, yeah, when I saw you on the radio, Alex, I just thought, oh, so you can listen to it on Soundgarden I use, and then yeah. you can listen to you anywhere in the world. Which anywhere is, in uh, the world. Fabulous. So, yeah, really good. So, if you've been in Canada or Qatar and all those other lovely places, you can still listen, because you used to fly over them and drop bombs on people, didn't you? Indeed. Indeed, I did, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just the bad guys. Tell us the story. So, yeah. Uh, well, I was, uh, I've been in the military for 18 years. I used to be a Harrier pilot, so I flew the, the Harrier, which is fabulous. So, cool. Uh, yeah, vertical takeoff and landing and all that sort of stuff. But most of our time, I was going through the Harrier workup when 9-11 happened, and then this big American dude said, hey, Dave, we're going to be busy, man. And I was like, why is that? Having just walked in off uh, learning to hover the Harrier, saucy. And uh, that was when 9-11 was on the TV, and he was correct. We were very busy. Hey, Dave, so we're going to be busy. Off we went. So, was, he, yeah. was he big and deep? He was a, a very, like, six very foot six. And, uh, and wide red, and yeah, ripped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Standard, we're as you might expect, busy, American dude. <laughs> that is, that's one of my favourite aircraft of all time. It's just so cool. What a British, brilliant British innovation. What's it like to just have a vertical takeoff? It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's obviously very different. It's the only aeroplane that does it, uh, that at the time. Obviously, the F-35 now does that as well, which is a bit more swept up. But uh, no, it was great. It's very noisy, and it shakes about a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it's a bit like riding a very mad horse, I suppose, compared to some of the... Uh, after the Harry, I flew the F-18, which is a lot smoother. Uh, but it was great fun. Really, really good fun. So, and it, it really was the aircraft of the Falklands, wasn't it? It was, yeah. There was a Sea Harrier. Obviously, did a lot of shooting down of the uh, Argentinian aircraft, and then the the bombers, the RAF uh, GR threes at the time, uh, did a load of sorties, taking out uh, you know, placements on uh, the Falkland Islands, Stanley Airfield, and all that sort of stuff. Incoming message for Argentina here: We love you now. All right, it's all over. We love you. <laughs> a Especially long time ago, that wasn't it? Especially your corn. Seems like a statement. Corn beef, love it. Thank you, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the record of one of the fighter pilots at um, over the Falklands saying how interesting it was in the theatre there because they were outnumbered a ridiculous number to one. Yeah, Do you know yeah, how yeah. much it was? It was a lot, wasn't it? I'm not 100% sure. I think there was like 25, 30 Harriers and something like 200. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And the, the interviewer said the stupid question. He said, weren't you scared? He said, no, I preferred to see it as a target-rich environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very wise. 
And then you pulled the lever one day and left your aircraft, didn't you? Which aircraft was that? Yeah, so I mean, I did the military and then I uh, left the military. I went to Canada flying the F-18, which was amazing, which I had my two amazing children, uh, Finn and Harv, who are now 14 and you 12. You had children in an F-18? <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Uh, so yeah, left the military, went to Saudi Arabia, and then I was, yeah, brief soiree of being an airline pilot, which wasn't really for me. And then I was in my retirement job in Qatar, pretty much, just teaching people to fly uh, in, like, fighter-style aircraft. Had a mid-air collision and uh, lost the wingtip. Yeah, so it went from normal to wildly out of control in, in, a, in a heartbeat, basically. So, uh, yeah, the, the plane was spinning wildly out of control, so it was a really easy decision to eject. So, yeah, pulled the handle. Uh, I didn't know the, it was the, actually a collision. The whole world went I've, completely crazy. I've heard your story. So wingtip to wingtip. Yeah, literally didn't see each other. Uh, took the wing off. So it felt like I'd flown through jet wash, which is a bit like, a bit like going up a bump in your car, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then the aeroplane started to roll to the left. And I was like full right stick going, and the first words I said were, what the duck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> aeroplane <laughs> started to speed up, rolling left, 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 left. I'm like, I had a quick look at the wing, and there's fuel coming out, and no. there's a big bit missing. I'm like, oh, that's no, not so no, good. No, and no. then that was it. it just it really eased us into a jet. And you re rehearsed this, you know, what to do in those situations. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was either, it was going badly wrong. So just pulled the handle, and then... Uh, yeah, felt my back break on the way out as the as the seat fired and then the rockets fire. So you get the rockets fire at the bottom, shoot you out of the aeroplane. Uh, and then as I hit the airflow, my mask and visor came off and then something smashed me in the face uh, and shattered my eye socket. So I thought I'd lost my right eye. So it went from being nice and warm and toasty to uh, sitting in a parachute with a I think I'd lost my eye with a broken back, which was not ideal. That's good. We're going to pause there because we want a bit of tension in the story because I know you've been swimming and cycling this morning. So we're going to leave Dave at the moment where he thinks he's lost his eyesight. He has broken his back. He's literally broken his back. What happened in the gap between then and now? And you're going to have to wait because we're going to have a bit of seal. You've ejected. Okay. You think you've lost your sight, lost your eye maybe. Your back's busted. That's it. Hanging in a parachute. This is at 10 to 7 in the morning. Going, I'm not having a very good day right now. Watching aeroplanes crash into the desert. Uh, but I'm in my parachute, so I'm relatively happy. Uh, about 10,000 feet, I'm drifting backwards, uh, looking around, and then thinking, not quite quite sure what happened there. So, uh, were you in pain? or Yeah, not, I was in quite a lot of pain, yeah, pain. back broken, uh, smashed right eye. Because sometimes there's shock, see. isn't there, and you don't feel things, but yeah, you no, felt it. Was, it. it was pretty sore, and then uh, my boots nearly fell off, so I thought, I'm going to need those when I do my parachute landing, so... Obviously, I had to lean down with my broken back and <gasps> pull my boots on, which was like, ah, that was quite sore. But they came back on, which is good. And then started thinking about the parachute landing. I had about 10 minutes in the parachute, so quite a long time. You can't steer these very well. Uh, if 10 you, minutes? We banged out quite high, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we're straight into the chute because uh, there's a barrister in the seat, which... And you didn't see each other. I mean, I was thinking this morning as I was um, legally driving quite fast down the Wareham Forest Road, thinking <laughs> you've got... Because I look for deer. I'm always looking... I'm always doing... Checking my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My peripheral vision for deer doing silly things. But I'm thinking, if you're a fighter pilot, how fast has your brain got to think? Well, I mean, you're super fast, obviously. Only the best people get to be fighter pilots. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you do a lot of training, uh, and I've been doing this for years and years. As I say, I was, you know, in my retirement job, really, and uh, I've done like operations to Iraq and Afghanistan, and uh, you know, quite a lot of interesting, uh, dangerous—not dangerous, but you know, some some dumb dangerous moments, I suppose. And mm -hmm. then, you know, it it was just one of those things. We had a, a midair and end up banging out, but at least the seat saved us because otherwise it would have been bad. So, and 
pun not intended, but I will say, you know, when you're in the theatre of war, mm. are you on autopilot in your mind, or are you fully consciously, competently tracking stuff? Is oh, no, you must massively switched on when you go to yeah. war, yeah, because I mean, our job is to support the guys on the ground. Fully engaged. So we were close air support, basically, so, uh, yeah, helping the guys who are a long way from home. So mm. these guys who... Get them back home. They, they call, they, you know, they'll basically put a shout out, you sit on ground alert, and they'll literally ring a bell, like in World War Two, the GCAS bell it was called, they'd ring it, and you'd just get up, run uh, to the aeroplane, flash it up, and uh, taxi out while you're still strapping in, and then blast off as fast as you could, and then uh, go and support the guys who were being shot at. So, yeah. I've actually gone goosey just thinking about that. that. must be so exciting. It was, yeah, it is really exciting. And obviously you've got to remember that the guys on the ground are a long way from home, yes. and they are in the dwang, big Fe- style. Feeling on their own. Yep. Yeah, they don't call you in lightly. Unless. Uh, and then you go in and, uh, yes, help them out. It's Give good. a bit of support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought back broken, that's game over. It wasn't. So how yeah. was your back broken? Uh, I, yeah, it was a burst fracture of the L1. So I thought when they showed me the uh, yeah, the X-ray, it would be like a hairline fracture, but it looked like someone hit it with a hammer. So it was like bits all over the place. So uh, narrowly, narrowly missing the spinal cord. So I'm just lucky to be able to walk for one and also obviously not be dead, which is always good. So uh, alive is good. So did you have to be stationary for a long, long time for things to knit well, together? for again? a little bit. Obviously, as I was coming down in my parachute with a broken back, I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Because you hit the ground like a sack of spuds yes, like, really yeah. quite quickly. I uh, had to steer the parachute away from the only farm building for miles around uh, in the desert and then uh, impacted the ground, did my best parachute roll, uh, thought I'd break my ankle and my hip uh, <laughs> as I impacted the rocky desert floor. But, uh, yeah, they were pretty smashed up and then got helicoptered to hospital. Uh, it took... A while to get better, yeah. I mean, I, the, 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 like two days after, I walked like 10 feet, and then the day after, I walked 20 feet. Two days so later. Just every day, I'd walk an extra 10 feet, and then uh, started swimming, uh, which is really good. And then, yeah, it just it took time to get better. And then the eyesight is a lot better, because I nearly lost my eye. And, yeah, I mean, this year, two years since I ejected, I did six triathlons, so it's going all right. Yep, 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 yep. Little homage there to Top Gun, of course. I don't even know if the, the remake's out, but... Uh Jennifer Keneally, who's st- starring in it with uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, said it was one of the most amazing experiences of her film career. I bet. He's really a wonderful guy to work with. Yeah, I bet. He uh, looks like a really interesting dude. Yeah. So yeah. He does a lot of his own stunts, doesn't he? I'll have Tom. to do the internet search and see if it's released or not. Quite a talented fellow. It's not out yet, because obviously I would have been to see it. So, of course uh, you would. But the jet that they fly in that is the F-18, and that's the one that I went on exchange to fly in Canada, <laughs> which was fabulous. So, <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing airplane. How do you get your buzz nowadays? Uh, I do a lot of fizz, a lot of swimming, cycling, running. Uh, is mainly what I do, to be honest. Yeah. So Physical exercise. Because of my back, it's like I can't do parachuting anymore, and uh, no bungee jumping. They said so. Those two things, I can get, I can get by in life without really bungee jumping. Really got to guard your, your back now, so there's still. <laughs> I'm careful with it. Yeah. It's all it's all healed up, but I mean, uh, yeah, it was a it was it was pretty well smashed up, uh, and I lost about what two centimeters in height. Uh, so I'm a wee bit shorter than I used to be, but uh, could be a lot worse, couldn't it? It's a drastic way to get shorter. What I love about you, Dave, is your gratitude. There is a joie de vivre. How posh is that? Joie de vivre. A joy of living. Yeah. Were you like that before the ex, uh, the accident? Or yeah, I've always... That's just your natural... I've always been quite interested in living my life, yeah. Uh, my mum died of a brain tumour quite young, and then I went and did a lot of warring, and he just realised that it's not going to win well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one gets out of life alive. Uh, so just enjoy it. Enjoy every day you can, because you never know when it's going to 
go badly wrong, as I found out. You know, I wasn't expecting that to happen. My no, you're having a good day. Well, exactly. Every day's a good day, isn't it? Yeah. Alive is good. What a great philosophy. Yeah. It doesn't end well, does it? No, we don't want to depress you today, folks, but it doesn't. You don't get out alive, so you better enjoy today. Very true. I, I went to a college where there was this wonderfully diminutive professor, and he did a, a message on something from the Talmud, the, the Jewish understanding behind their writings. And it was one of these rabbis, and he said, a man or a woman will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every good thing they could have enjoyed and didn't. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Very wise, very wise. It is very wise. Oh, I'm loving the rhythm on that. Let's give a shout out to somebody very special in your life, or somebody's. Okay, great. Uh, I'd like to put a big shout out to Heather Ashley, my wife, who has stood with me through all these years, through all the madness that I have uh, dragged her around the world, etc., etc. So, yeah, thanks very much, Heather. You are the best. I think we'll give Heather a double shout-out because every time we do something nice on Facebook or LinkedIn, she's very, very good at promoting them, isn't she? Indeed. Totally good. It's a bit of Doctor Who, that, isn't it? <laughs> it is a lot better, isn't it? Wee, 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 <laughs> In my final little bit with Dave, I'm just going to give a bit of a warning now. I'm going to ask him for three top tips to live life to the max. But we're not going to do that now. You get a chance to think about that. So we're going to have a station promo for volunteers because there is nothing like doing a radio show to really get you on top of your game in terms of time management and the thrill and the adrenaline so uh, here's a promo for the station we're recruiting new volunteers if you want a chance to join our team then visit our website for more details log on to perbeckcoast.com give us your three principles for amazingness uh i would say be enthusiastic is a big one isn't it everybody likes someone who's enthusiastic uh and smile yeah, i think smiling as they say and the world will smile with you if people are unenthusiastic not smiling then you don't hang out with those people do you yeah, yeah 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 i just i just think you can you can be happy or you can choose not to be happy you know so uh i would say don't watch too much of the news because yeah. a lot of it is brainwashing and does it really matter is it going to affect your life who knows, eh? Uh, that's part of the enthusiasm. I'd say aim high. So aim higher than you ever think. I used to work at McDonald's. So I'm pretty mean with a quarter pounder with cheese. And uh, <laughs> I try and avoid eating them now. But yeah, and then ended up doing some amazing things and some amazing aircraft around the world. So that's probably the second one is just aim high and go for it. And then the last one I would say is uh, if in doubt, do. If in doubt, do. I just love it. Do it. Just Have you ever had a Wimpy's? Do it. I notice Wimpy is still in Swanage. In Swanage. They I've never, are. I don't think I've ever had a Wimpy's. I think I've got to go and have a go. Last time I had one was about ooh, 40 years ago in uh, Lincoln with my mum. What are you doing after the show, Dave? <laughs> don't answer that one. Yeah. I just. And a bit of fizzy. A bit what? Fizzy. Fizz? Physiological exercise. Oh, lots. Yeah, lots, lots, Blooming lots. good for your state yeah. of mind, isn't Swim, it? Swim, cycle, run. Uh, did lots of triathlons this year, which is good, of which I won the Swanish triathlon for my age group. For my Excellent. age group. Yeah, yeah. Not, not overall, but I was pretty pleased with that. So, yeah. A bit of hot yoga for the back, hot which yoga. really helps, yeah. We've, we've got a laughing week. yoga coming up in town today. I, I rather like that. Happy days. That sounds great. A giggle with your bits. Your final song, darling Dave. Uh, let's go for Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Thank you very much for having me, Lex. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I know our listeners will have loved you too. Do you know, there's a great button here. Can you see that big go button on oh, the yeah. desk? I would like to invite you to reach across the desk 
and press go. All right, you ready? I'm not going to stop you now. No? That's my sentiments exactly. I don't want to stop. I love doing the morning show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it as well. So this is Lex and Dave saying goodbye. Say goodbye, Dave. Thanks very much, Lex, uh, for having me on Perfect Coast. It's been an amazing morning. You are the man. Would you like to come back? I would like to come back. I like cycling over here, and it's a great place to be. Very uh, nice environment, and it's been lovely. Thanks very much. Have a lovely day, folks. We'll have Dave back, and we can talk about property and being rich and having time freedom and all the other stuff that comes with building assets. But that's another story. Do you know what? I thought we'd finish with a bit of hero. Enrique.